Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, with a dash of garden, chatting about current interests, and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events on the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. It is New Year's Eve Eve. Yes, the 30th of December. And it feels like this whole year has been so long, so very, very long. But yet, how did we get here so fast? I don't know. It just continues to baffle me how fast years go, but how slow these days can go. So since I was on the podcast last, I started cutting into my red and white fabric that I bought on the Small Business Saturday from Halo Inspirations. It's a beautiful red, just a clear red and white with little bits of silvery gray color. And it reminded me of a Christmas quilt, one that you could leave out until all the way through Valentine's Day. And it's just super, super pretty. So I decided to make a Nordic star. I had made a Nordic star pattern for the Santa cookie mat that I had done as a collaboration with Angel. And then I really liked the large size of the test block that I made out of the gnome fabric. So I finished the four block gnome fabric because that was all I had left of the layer cake after making three Santa cookie mats. And I quilted that. Can you believe it? I actually loaded something on the long arm frame and I quilted it. I then decided that wouldn't this be a beautiful block for the red and white Christmas quilt? And I started it. I've been doing Facebook lives, uh, one Facebook live, and I have another one scheduled for tomorrow morning at 11 because I thought maybe other people are like me, kind of empty nest. Omicron is surging here in Michigan. And I have visited my family when we were all well. They're still all well, but we're keeping it simple now over New Year. And I did not do the big family gathering. So it's just kind of been like, not again, correct? Um, so I thought maybe other people are like me. They need to start a project, but not anything too super hard. Um, super hard is Dear Jane, and I'm getting that out shortly to finish the winter out with. I'm going to pick up where I left off. But the Nordic Star is a 17 and a half inch block. Maybe 18. I'll have to look at my measurements now but that's the perfect size for a toss pillow if you just want to make one otherwise it's a super simple quilt I figured out the pattern it is a half square triangle 
for the points to patches you sew them together in four patches you connect your four patches together with inch and a half strips with a little tiny one and a half inch square in the center and it's super cute so I have reached this morning the halfway point of that quilt I have six of the 12 done my calculations seem to be serving me correct and I will have enough to make another six and tomorrow morning I hope to do block seven and eight I've already prepped the points that takes a little bit of time you know I do the draw a line down the center sew a quarter inch off of that diagonal line and then cut it and then you have two half square triangles and then trim them down that's my preferred method I've done some paper piecing methods and then you gotta rip the paper off and then done some other ones but this is my tried and true method and I really really feel that I get you know pretty accurate seams and pretty accurate sides so that I can trim it down on two sides because it's just they're just a little bit big so I've been working on that and then I was going through all of my um, just bags of stuff and I came across orphan blocks that I found in my late friends stash you know I was like they're just huge half square triangles I don't know really um, her exact intention but she did make a lot of rag quilts so I'm wondering if this was her classic Christmas tree rag quilt that she was making and I thought I'm going to cut them in half and then put a solid bright red or green on the other side so that the half square triangles now was a quarter square triangle partnered with a half square triangle then I put them all together and made what looks like on point pinwheels oh my gosh it turned out to be so so beautiful I started at Christmas Eve maybe the day before and she had done most of the hard work of sewing the half square triangles all I did was cut them in half add that other half of the half square triangle join the blocks together and I finished and it, I had enough different reds and greens to make it every other block red and green except for one I have one extra red in the mix and it's on the side and it kind of makes a fun half um, eight-pointed star sticking out there and I'm just it's not perfect you know when you pick up where somebody else started sometimes the points aren't perfect I did this over the period of several days it was a real quick quilt I probably um, you know some of the points in the very center of pinwheels is the bane of my existence some of them don't quite meet up but I think it's not going to matter because there's such beautiful choices in really really bright red and greens and some of them are retro fabric and it's so cute so I finished that top now I have to decide do I want a border on it and if I do what color and do I have enough fabric in the stash I kind of like it without a border and then make the binding be the border and probably a bright green I don't know I'm gonna think about it I so I put it away and I thought I've got plenty of quilt tops now for my goal of use it up and 
get this stash busted over the next year. Um, I impulsively bought the red and white fabric and broke my little rule. And I thought, well, you know, it's not 2022 yet. <laughs> and I'm going to need to buy some filler fabric, you know, like background colors or backing fabric or sashing to finish some of these quilts. But I don't think that um, I'm going to need to buy much. I just want to bust this stash. And I also, um, I just have a few plans. So I want, so let's talk about it. 2022, I usually do a word of the year and I have all of these goals set and, um, you know, things I can check off a list. And I decided I'm not doing that this year. Quite honestly, the last couple of years have felt like dumpster fires, um, if you like dark, dark comedy. Um, yeah, there's a couple Netflix shows about the end of the year for last year and this year, and they're hilarious in a dark, very um, dark comedy sort of way, which I do like. And to be honest, I don't, I've been meeting those goals, but I don't feel like I need to set these big, lofty, achievable goals for 2022. And what I need to work on is way more personal. I need to work on my own self-care, my own mental health, my own physical health, and get on a program that is going to help me um, feel better, maybe lose a couple pounds, and just, you know, quit messing around with it. I just, you know, the usual. Lose weight, clean up the house, declutter the stash, <clears throat> excuse me, declutter closets. I'm not even worried about that. What I want to do is wake up every day, show up to the best of my ability, be present is always a, a mindfulness thing that I want to be present. But instead of trying to have these high productivities or just making things all the time, which I probably will still do, I'm not making goals about it. I want to just go where things take me. And so I think I'm not taking business cards back to the quilt shop. I'm not going to actively recruit long arming right now because I want to just go where the flow takes me. I have my own quilts. So I've got plenty to do. And I really want to work on busting the stash. I have several stashes, right? If you are a creative person, um, I'm multi-craftual. I have a needle felting stash. I have a fabric stash, I have a yarn stash, I have a small Cricut stash of vinyl and papers. I have a Zentangle stash with sketchbooks. I have a littler stash of like watercolor paper. So I'm going to use them up and be creative. I also have stash of just random stuff left over from projects, you know, like beads and glitter and glue and leftover stuff from wreath making. You know, I throw things away <laughs> as I go, but you know, over a course of a lifetime and I've lived in this home 20 years, I have quite a stash of different things. So that's my goal next year. Bust a stash, take care of myself. And one of my goals I have for the Our Creative Souls version is my sister has a stash of yarn 
and um, she's going to bust her yarn stash. Now, my yarn stash, I think I'm going to, I still haven't started my crochet shawl, but I have been knitting on my very special skein of Transitions yarn for the elementary shawl that's just stocking out with this very fine fingering weight yarn that is transitioning from pinks to purples to burgundies and it's absolutely oh there's a little gray in there too it's turning out to be great even though I've you know got a couple stitches that aren't perfect and that's what makes it homemade so crocheting will be next I'm gonna start a new year crochet project probably one of those shawls um, I've got plenty of yarn to make several of those and I thought I'm just gonna make shawls make maybe a blanket who knows I might do a granny square cardigan that's been on my mind and I may just dive into the deep end of the pool on it and make a shawl as well as the granny square cardigan now my sister has been loom knitting for a while and she's been crocheting. She finished up a blanket and then for Christmas she got one of those hand crank knitting looms. Oh my gosh, it's perfect for her and it makes absolutely beautiful things. She's been making hats and putting pom-poms on them with a nice wide brim. Oh, they're just adorable. So she has been learning how to use her hand crank loom knitting machine. I'm going to put some pictures up on Instagram of the projects that she has. A couple hats and some things that she's worked on since Christmas in the last few days, as well as a picture of her machine. I might even have a video of her hand cranking it. But anyway, they look so much fun. I'm going to stop and just, I have looms. I'm, I'll be good. <laughs> but it's perfect. She has rheumatoid arthritis and um, this is perfect. She can continue to make her wonderful hats and yarn and do things that maybe on days where her hands and her other joints are hurting more that she can do her yarn, yarn crafts. I have another goal is I mentioned it in the last podcast is that I watched a video by Nerd Forge and she is an artist but she does dioramas and other fantasy inspired art. So she came out with a new sketchbook and her video that was really inspiring was she wanted to fill the entire sketchbook front to back. She said she'd never done it before, and she did it in a couple of weeks. Now, I'm going to be more realistic because I'm not doing it as a YouTube content, right? I'm doing it for fun. So I restarted my Zentangle practice, and I remembered that I had a book called One Zentangle a Day, a six-week course in making Zentangles. Well, I thought, wouldn't this be a great way to restart getting these sketchbooks all filled. I think I have three or four. And when I fill them, my reward is going to be, I'm going to buy that Nerd Forge. Oh, it's bound in, um, I think, blue. I don't think it's leather, but it's embossed on the front, very fantasy inspired, and oh, it looks great. You can paint in it. So that's my goal. I want to finish up these sketchbooks. And if I do one Zentangle a day over six weeks eh, ish maybe eight or twelve um i'm gonna f 
fill all of the books up that I have and then I'll be able to buy a new book. And that's the whole thing. I need practice. I mean, I have not done Zentangle on a consistent scale in quite a long time. So I really want to, to get back into it because when I do Zentangle, it really helps me relax, do it as a meditative process, mindfulness exercise, and then it helps me fire in those areas of the brain for free motion quilting. So there's a big connection between Zentangle and free motion quilting. And I have bought another book that I have not read or done all the exercises by um, Bonnie. Bonnie Browning, I had to look her up. She has a beautiful Zentangle book and she is also a certified Zentangle instructor. So she wrote a very beautiful book on how you could do Zentangle in your quilting. I love that and I keep thinking in the back of my mind I'd like to try that. So I have a whole lot of things in my stash including craft books. Um, I'm really really looking forward to busting the stash and to getting um, some of these things done. So the reward is when I get the sketchbooks filled I'm going to buy that Nerd Forge sketchbook which is on pre-order right now. And then the next thing is my reward is going to be uh, decluttering this craft space as well as slowly decluttering the house but um, the reward is going to be more space to create and I have done so much with just the Cricut in the last little bit I may want to explore a little bit more um, crafting with that so the reward will be I want to buy some patterns for making um, book nooks and dioramas and little miniatures and I found a oh, it's just I can't remember the name of it I think it's spellbound there it is spellbound miniatures and you can buy the patterns to make like medieval apothecaries and other dollhouse types of patterns that you can cut out on a cricket if I can find a knife and I think the knife blade sold out for the holidays but I'm thinking they may be back in stock so I will run to my local Hobby Lobby which is the only craft store I have in town besides Walmart which is very limited on what they have and see if there's one in stock rather than buying one off the internet and hoping that I picked the right one <laughs> that's hard so those are some of my rewards for all of the hard work how was your holiday I got my morning coffee here mm. my French pressed morning coffee so good I did not get my big Christmas tree out if you follow me on Instagram or if you've been reading Saturday morning coffee I just did not have the energy to dig it out because it's behind some old construction um, insulation and things in the basement that are piled up in front of the storage room. And besides, my back has been hurting. I hurt it on Thanksgiving. It's healed up now. But during Christmas decorating time, I was like, there's no way I can decorate a full tree. I haven't decorated a big full tree, the big tree I call it, in a couple of years and as it turned out I went and visited my parents before Christmas and my son before Christmas we surprised my parents and um, 
our son and his wife came while we were visiting. wasn't sure if they could come. You never know what the weather's going to be. But everything lined up, and we had the most wonderful visit. And then we went and had um, Christmas dinner the day after Christmas at my son's house, and we watched the new Matrix movie. If you're not a Matrix fan, you may find it really weird. I really enjoyed it. Um, is it the best piece of cinema out there? No, but most of the fantasy and sci-fi things that I like are not. And we had a great time. So I indulged. Is I had this feeling the Monday before Christmas, this was my last chance to find a little Christmas tree that didn't cost a lot of money because I had looked and I'm like, I'm not paying $50 for a little miniature tree. My Norfolk Island pine seems to be listing. I've decorated that for a couple of years and it's got a lot of growth on it, but it's leaning and I did not want to damage the new growth or stress the tree out by decorating it. So I got obsessed with the thought that a couple weeks ago I was at Hobby Lobby and they had those ceramic Christmas trees on 50% clearance. And I thought, you know, maybe I can find one on a bigger clearance. Maybe it's got a chip in it, but I can rotate it to the back. And that will be my Christmas tree because I just don't have the energy or the back to do a large tree. Well, when I went the Monday before Christmas, everything was 60 six percent off you're not going to believe it i bought not only a tiny little ceramic tree that's only about four inches tall and it sits in my hand and it's operated on the battery power which is great because i really don't have room for a 14 inch ceramic tree i really don't my house is small and i found the a wreath base that was 66 percent off and i found a tabletop tree you know it may be 14 inches tall but it's a little bit taller and thinner and it had red berries and pine cones already in it some people may have big homes and use it as a tree for in front of the fireplace so I bought those three items and then I decided that solstice was coming and then it's been so so dark and I've been having fun with the banishing the darkness by lighting a whole bunch of candles in having my tree decorated and bringing in nature and pine. And I thought, you know what? I've got enough decorations from that Norfolk Island pine and other craft projects laying around. I bought all of that and I even had fairy lights for the wreath. I made my tree sparkle and shine with the little ornaments. I added a couple things and I was so inspired I went through my stash and I found I had a shadow box and glitter cardstock and I made a shadow box and put fairy lights in it because I had that in my stash too. And it was perfect. I had my Christmas decorations up, my Christmas quilts out, some of my figurines, and it was great. You know, I decided I really like decorating the week before Christmas, getting all the things out. And then I'm going to leave it up through the new year and maybe take it down easily. Probably next week. I usually leave it up through, you know, like the first week of January. So a couple of weeks with 
smaller decorations. It was perfect size for my house and I felt like I didn't overindulge. I only spent $30 for all of those things that I bought and they were clearance items that were probably going to go in the trash or whatever the stores do when it's end of season. <laughs> and it was perfect. And I thought it was just a perfect little indulgence. And I had the best holiday spirit that's carrying me through the new year. And I suggest if you haven't done anything like giving yourself a little small indulgence of time, mine was I took the time and I had a little tiny bit of money and I was, that was my budget was $30. I was not going to decorate this house for more than $30. And I had a great stroke of luck and I used what I had up in the house to decorate the wreath and everything. It looks great. You can see it on Instagram and on my blog. Then it leads me through the weekend came and Monday the 27th came. And I'm like, what is it with this week? between Christmas and New Year's. it's I had to work this year. I normally take it off. And I'm like, why does it feel like you're just in suspension, um, just kind of hanging there, right? Suspended in time in a big old jello mold, maybe? <laughs> you're not going anywhere forward. I still am lingering with the nostalgia of Christmas as well as the end of the year wrap up. And the nostalgia that comes with uh, remembering what happened over the last year. I do this every year. I watch the year in review shows and try to remember all the things that happened this year. Not last year and this year. This year. And boy, were there a lot of them. Lots of things. And I worked my way through all of those feelings with a lot of projects. I'm not even going to do a full end of the year. We, we can just go back and look at... Um, our social media feeds, um, and me especially, that's why I have social media. It's like a journal of all of the things I've been doing. And I just thought, what is it about this week? I, so I Googled it. I was like, there's got to be a reason. You know, is it because we just passed solstice and we're getting more sun? Is there a full moon? Because, you know, I do believe in the power of the full moon. Well, in Norway, I found out that they have a special name for this week. It's called Ramjul, and I'm not pronouncing it in a proper Norwegian accent, I'm sure. But I thought, this is interesting. What an interesting set of coincidences, because Ancestry just updated my DNA profile. And, you know, I know that a majority of my ancestors are from England. And then 20% of my ancestry is from Scotland. And then 8% of my ancestry now is Norway. And then there's a significant, another 8 or 10% that is from the Netherlands and what's called a Western Germany. And I thought, Norway, Ramjul, what a coincidence. How funny that I look it up and found out that the Norwegians have a special name for it. They take this time to do all of the things that we traditionally do, right? If you, most people are on skeleton crews or you're on holiday, work is skeleton crew. And um, to be honest, I am not in a huge brain space 
to do an excessive amount of work by myself. I'm literally me and one other person in my whole wing. There's maybe six people in the entire building because we're all working with just the bare minimum of people covering emergencies and stuff, which really haven't been that many. And I was like, you know, I have been going so fast and so many things. I couldn't breathe the entire month of December because everyone's jamming so much in before the holiday and all these extra things. Plus you have a shorter time period. And I did work with people and people weren't doing well. So there was lots of things to do. So this has been a welcome relief, even though I'm not on holiday, but I find this is kind of the tradition in Norway for Ramjul. People spend extra time with their families, right? Gather. Maybe everybody's in the house or you're doing a lot of visiting back and forth with your family and friends. Jigsaw puzzles, taking clothes back or things that you got for Christmas that didn't work out. Time to ask each other, what did you get? How are you spending your holidays? Wasn't this a beautiful time to just chill and relax? And I think Norway has a very high satisfaction in quality of life. And I think it's because they know how to do winter celebrations. I mean, they get cold and they get dark and they get snow like we do here. And they embrace it. And so that's what I've been trying to do, even though I'm working. Embrace it. Don't put too much pressure on myself. Um, go where the projects take me. And it's just been wonderful. A wonderful week of transition, of reflecting over the last year and preparing for the new year and then getting back at it next week. So I thought, this is perfect. Ram Jewel. So reflection over the last year, the nostalgia, it's been great. It's been absolutely wonderful. And just giving myself the indulgence of time for this week to not put too much pressure on myself, not fill every moment with run, run, run or guilt because I haven't gotten into my garage gym yet. I will next week. New routines. You know, I'm not eating um, a terrible diet, but I'm like, being a little more gentle with myself. And we have a New Year's Eve um, menu already created. We have the charcuterie tray ready, except we don't have enough crackers. So we'll have to go buy that for the meat and cheese. We have several selections of both. We also have some Costco fajitas that I have. The fajitas or flautas? I think they're flautas. And I froze them, so I'll get them out and cook them. They look absolutely delicious. And we will ring in the new year in our usual tradition of watching year-end reviews, maybe a football game. I will stay up till midnight and usher out the old, welcome the new, and football New Year's Day. So that's what I have been up to, planning for the new year, being gentle with myself, knowing that it's going to be... 2022 is not going to be any, a whole lot different than 2021. And it's going to be a year of just getting through it and hoping that the pandemic slows down or starts to go away or we start having a different quality of life and that we're able to get out and gather and do things. I am as introverted as I am. I am ready to to go to a hockey game or 
but not until it's safe to do so. I'm ready to go to a museum. I'm ready to go to a dinner with my family or friends or Highland Games. Um, just so many things I'm looking forward to when we can. Because, yeah, it's pretty bad here. I'm not going to talk about it any more than that. <laughs> um, but so far, um, my family has been well. I've been well. And um, hoping that it continues to be that way. So what are you doing to ring in the new year? Are you enjoying what the Norwegians call Ramjul over this last week? Um, have you been indulging in some self-care and investing in time for yourself? You know, another little thing I did was I cracked a nail, a split it. And I tried a, my own patch, you know, with crazy glue and toilet paper. I'm going to tell you, it didn't really work. So I paid a whole $5 to go to the salon and have a professional do a nail wrap on it. And it may only last a week and I'll have to go back and keep having this wrap put on until it heals. But you know what? That was the best $5 I've spent on myself in a really long time. It was It's wonderful. And it's healing. So... Indulge yourself in some time of relaxation and ring in the new year with your family traditions. And hopefully you can spend it with your loved ones or at least like I'm going to do over the weekend on my far flung family and family that don't, I mean, none of my family lives in town anymore. So we'll be doing um, Zoom calls or FaceTime or Google has their version of all that. It's going to be a nice, long, relaxing three-day weekend. And then I have a couple of four-day weekends because, you know, Christmas is on, was on Saturday and New Year's is on Saturday. So I have two extra days to take off. So I'm looking forward to that because, you know, I worked during Romjul. <laughs> Next year, though, I am going to take Romjul off and I might even buy a jigsaw puzzle but this year I had uh, word searches and I do have puzzle books so have a most wonderful week I hope you have had time to spend in creativity and really really take time to savor the moments and be precious and if you're like me let's be gentle with ourselves if you want to join me on Facebook live uh Friday, the 31st of December. Um, you have to join My Creative Corner 3. I will be doing just an hour of sewing on the Nordic Star. You can also find me on Instagram as Vicki L. Holloway Quilting. My YouTube channel has been able to be changed to a name that I like, My Creative Corner 3. You can also support me by purchasing me a virtual cup of coffee through Kofi. You can find all this information on my website or blog, which is mycreativecorner3.com. I also do a weekly post called Saturday Morning Coffee on the blog. So I want to thank everyone for supporting me. Thank you, Barb and Diane and all of those who have purchased me a cup of coffee recently and 
for all of you who tune in, make comments, read the blog, and support me. I thank you. Thank you so much. I hope you have a most wonderful new year. And Quilt On, everyone. <laughs>